Hello friends, welcome to Find Your Career Calling podcast dedicating to helping you find your next step outside of university by learning about different roles in different industries from the professionals themselves. In this episode of Females in Finance, we have Natasha who has been working in Bank of America, Merrill Lynch for the last two and a half years. She's currently a senior analyst in the M&A and corporate finance team. And before that, she studied classics at Durham and she was also co-president of the Women in Business Society. So welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Good to be here. So would you like to give us an overview of what you've been doing so far and how you got to be in this bank? Sure. So, um, well, as you mentioned, I went to Durham. I graduated in 2016 and I studied classics at Van Mildert. Um, so in my summer uh, internship year was uh, between second and third year of university where I did the investment banking internship at BAML. Uh, and uh, there I was basically in this pooled internship system, uh, at the end of which I received an offer to join the M&A and corporate finance team. So I've now been working here for two and a half years. So what is M&A? Well, M&A is short for mergers and acquisitions. Um, so basically our role is to advise uh, large corporations on the sale or purchase of companies. And typically uh, in investment banking, those transactions are usually going to be $200, uh, $200 million or, or higher. Uh, and whilst M&A is the primary focus that we work on, we also work on other products um, such as alongside the equity capital markets team on IPOs uh, or rights issues. Uh, and uh, from a junior perspective, I would say that our day-to-day work is basically split between preparing materials for client meetings, uh, working on pitches for specific deals and execution work, which is on what we call a live deal. So the time that we've spent is probably divided between preparing presentations, so in PowerPoint, uh, and then on working on the kind of supporting technical analysis, which includes valuation work. So that would be done in Excel. Uh, this kind of entails you know, various metrics and Excel models to establish what a company might be worth to a potential buyer or seller, for example. And as an intern, was there a lot of difference between what an intern did and what you did do as a grad analyst? I mean, there is quite a large difference because when you do investment banking, obviously no one has any experience of that before. It's not something that you really study at university, although you mm-hmm. might do modules that cover similar areas. Mm-hmm. So because everything's learned on the job, I think as an intern, there's naturally going to be a bit less technical work going on. Mm-hmm. You might be kind of practicing, learning how to do things and when it comes to all the Excel work. Um, but that's generally something that sort of advances more as you progress through being an analyst. I think it's quite interesting because your background is classics. Yes. And I think a lot of people would be, you know, interested to hear how you went from, you know, doing classics to an investment banking internship. How did you find that? Yeah, that's definitely a question I get a lot. I mean, I think, well, first of all, I always wanted to go into the city, although I, when I first joined university, I didn't know what exactly I wanted that to be. Um, but that was always something that I had in mind, even though I was studying classics. Um, and I think uh, whilst, yeah, there maybe is a bit, of, a bit of a steeper learning curve than someone who's done, particularly, for example, accounting, mm-hmm. that might have <laughs> more relevant knowledge, uh, I still think it's quite, you know, it's, it's not too difficult to get up to speed with other people, if, if, it, if you could even call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, as I mentioned, it's really all about things that you learn on the job. So even people with 
more what might be deemed more relevant degrees they still need to kind of learn everything from from the beginning so I don't feel like it's that unequal a playing field Um, and then the other thing I would really say about the classics and degree choice is that the bank is really looking for diversity and that includes diversity of subjects Uh, and having you know a whole cohort of economic students wouldn't be wouldn't be ideal and neither would having a whole cohort of classic students because you all bring a slightly different way of of thinking to the table. So I think it's fair to say that you know if you're someone who is doing a humanities or completely non-finance degree to definitely apply anyway. Yeah no absolutely absolutely I think it's as I said it's all about having a variety doing different subjects keeps it interesting uh, but that sh- obviously shouldn't put off people who do economics, etc. Yeah. as well. So for listeners who are still at university or recent grads, how did you decide that you wanted to do finance? And do you think that there are certain personalities and characteristics that really suit the role? Okay, well, I'll start with the first part of the question, because when I was, came to deciding what path I wanted to choose, whilst, as I mentioned, I, I knew I wanted to work in the city. And so basically I started going to campus events, insight things that I could attend to try and get a better feel for what kind of divisions or roles I might be interested in. Uh, And so that started with doing what's called a spring insight week uh, in my first year, uh, which I did at another bank. And they're kind of basically uh, pre-internship taster events. Uh, If you're in first year or second year of a four-year course, I would really, really recommend them because they're not, you're not an intern. It's just basically, you know, a week of, of talks and networking and it's a really kind of unique way of getting to getting to know the different divisions across a bank and you kind of arrive with no idea what any of those divisions are what they do or what you'd be interested in and by the end of the week most people feel they've suddenly got a really strong preference and I, I think the, the main way that you kind of arrive at knowing which division you want to join is based on the people that you meet Mm -hmm. I think it's all about the networking so I found and this kind of ties in really with your question about certain personalities and characteristics because I found there were certain people that I met and they happened to be the people in investment banking and in M&A who I felt like I had you know similar not just similar personalities not you know not necessarily so superficial as that but similar mentalities attitudes work ethics uh, and I, I felt like I could see myself doing their role, which sounds kind of like a big extrapolation just from a networking event. But I think it's really true, especially when you kind of are meeting a lot of people and you're really noticing that pattern of the certain types of people. Uh, so I would say that, that was how really, and I would say it all went back to that spring inside week that I did. And the, the handful of people that I met working in M&A um, made me want to, to do it full time. So what exactly did you do in your summer internship in investment banking? Okay, well, I'll start with just explaining what the the format of the internship is, because I think it varies slightly from bank to bank. And uh, I think at BAML, the structure of the internship is best described as being pooled, which basically means that you work variously across the different industry and product teams. So, for example, some of the industry teams are healthcare and real estate. uh, And the extent to which you work different teams is based partly on you know your own preference, which I think is something fairly unique to the to Bamel. I think most places you're going to find you're put immediately into one or two teams. So the way that the Bamel one works, you get to kind of work across 
quite a large number of teams. I mean, I personally was one of those people who ended up not having a massive preference for any team. I really liked working with lots of different teams. Mm. Um, so yeah, you, it's basically all about getting to know the teams as well as you can. And that also stems from all the kind of networking events and other things that go on as an intern. One thing that's quite nice about being an intern is that it's, there's a lot of kind of extra events and stuff. It's mm. not all just sitting at your desk. Um, so yeah, I think I really liked the kind of variation of being in all those different teams at once. So you're kind of uh, maybe going to be working on a combination of deals and, and books, much like being an analyst. You know, it, the internship in many ways is is quite reflective of the structure of being an analyst. You're going to be given a combination of of pitches and projects, and you'll find that your work is going to be maybe some of it's on PowerPoint, some in Excel. Sometimes you're doing research. Sometimes you're you know going to meetings. You're on calls. So I think. All of that really does reflect the the analyst kind of working day, and it's it's just a lot of different kind of ways of working. And in your current role now, what's your favorite thing about it? Oh, okay. So I think I'm gonna have to pick two favorite things. If that's right. I think uh, firstly I'm gonna say is the culture, which I know is a very overused word, especially when you're kind of going through recruitment. You're gonna hear this over and over again. But I really do love like the culture and the people at Bamel, particularly my team as well. Um, and I think part of that comes from uh, diversity. I mentioned diversity before in terms of degrees, but that obviously diversity is much broader than that. Um, so I love the fact that BAML embraces diversity in all of the forms it comes in. Uh, and for me personally, part of that is reflected in being part of the Women's Leadership Council, which is one of the kind of uh, business networks. It's a, the client, a client-focused uh, network, and it's very kind of business and results driven which I quite like um, and it's also increasingly f- focused on inclusion so the idea of you know driving male and female engagement um, which is another thing I, I really enjoy so and, and I should mention that's just kind of one of the many networks that we have but that one personally speaks quite a lot to me mm-hmm. so yeah something I and I'm sure that's not surprising given I used to be in uh, yeah, women, women in business society oh, exactly <laughs> so there you go uh, and then I think the second thing, kind of from a more work-specific angle, uh, is kind of what I mentioned before, it's all about the variety, really. Um, so being in the M&A team, much like the internship, actually, you work across a number of different industries. So past deals that I've worked on have included pharmaceuticals, uh, chemicals, recently even luxury fashion, uh, which is obviously interesting. So I love being able to, the fact that I'm able to learn about a new industry every time. So whilst if you're an in- industry team, you're kind of building up that specific expertise, which is also, you know, very beneficial. From my point of view, I love the fact that every single piece of work I'm given, I get to learn about a whole new industry. Um, and also, you know, from a geographic perspective, there's always a lot of geographic variety uh, because our clients are across EMEA, which stands for Europe, Middle East and Africa. And actually, that, that really does mean across EMEA. So I've travelled to new countries for work. Like I've been to Sweden and the yes. Netherlands. Yeah, I've never been to those places before. So that was, that was like super exciting. Um, and also, another thing is probably that almost every deal or, 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 or book that I'm working on, it's, there was at least someone I've never worked with before, which I find surprising after two and a half years, but it's still the case. So... That's, that's so nice to be able to meet new people and work with new people all the time, even after being in the same place for a couple of years. Uh, I find, you know, re- really, you know, rewarding and interesting. So I think, yeah, the variety aspect is what I really like. I'm sure there's 
a lot of challenges that come with the role as well. What kind of challenges did you face starting out um, and how did you overcome them? Sure. Well, I think starting out, obviously, the main thing is uh, all about the, the learning and the learning curve. And, and I mean, when you do the internship, you then kind of have a year at university or, you know, uh, you have a kind of year break between starting the job. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things you learn on the internship, you then kind of yeah. might forget about in the year. So you do kind of start feeling like you're starting from, you know, square one. Um, and you do catch up quickly. Uh, but I think that's an undeniable challenge at the beginning is just the fact that you're getting to grips with everything, everything's new, all the people are new and so on. So, and I think that's the same in, in any new job. Yeah. Um, but perhaps slightly enhanced if you're doing it in investment banking. And my favourite question is, what has been your most proudest moment? Uh, well, I guess I'd have to say that my, I don't think anything really beats the excitement and the pride of getting the graduate offer at the end of the internship because it, it's on the last day after you've been there for 10 weeks of you know working hard so I think it's a very very strong sense of relief and uh, I think yeah nothing more exciting than knowing that you kind of after having been working there and building up all these relationships with people and getting to really like the working environment to know that you're going to kind of come back here later for full time is is a really great feeling so I think that's probably my most proud moment. Did, uh, yeah. Did you meet a lot of the people that you met in the internship? Did a lot of them go back and scratch? So you had a lot of friends. Yeah, exactly. So most, I mean, most people will, will come back and, and do it as a full time role, which is nice. And then actually, what happens is, so after you you finish the internship and everyone goes, you know, back to university to finish their studies, the next time you will meet is in New York when mm-hmm. you you kickstart the job with a month training in New York. So, uh, yeah, that is exciting and it's great because, you know, you, you know all of those people from the summer before and then you have all this training together and everything, so, It's yeah. like a freshman's week again at university. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, of course, I can't finish without asking, what is your next move? What's your next career move? Uh, well, I think uh, as a junior, I would say your focus does tend to be on the next few years, so it's kind of, yeah, a next move... It might be a slightly far off for now. I, at the moment, I'm I'm hoping to be promoted. I've been an analyst for two and a half years. I'm now a senior analyst, so the associate promotion window is uh, on the horizon. So, yeah, I'm I'm kind of looking to that, and you know, looking forward to having an evolving role and the increased responsibility that's going to come with uh, being an associate. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I really I really love my job, and I really love Bamel. So. I'm hoping to kind of progress where I am and see where that takes me. Lovely. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for having me. Hello, friends. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Find Your Career Calling. Now go out there and help someone else by passing this podcast on. Give us a review and let us know what you think. got to the end of this episode and feel like you want to find your career calling check out fycareercalling.com where i can help you gain clarity and confidence in your next step if you enjoyed this episode please don't forget to like subscribe and share it with a friend because friends life is too short find what you love